Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a podcast on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and presenter. Today with me, we have Jason Howes, uh, and we are talking about returning heroes, this idea of students that come back to us after they've finished a course, a semester, if we looped with the kids. This this idea, what do you do game-wise with 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 heroes with kids that are already have these points uh but before we dive in too deeply here let's have jason sort of uh give himself a little introduction this is not his first time on well played very good well thank you for having me mike uh my name is jason house i teach middle school here in regina saskatchewan canada and uh, currently have a fifth and sixth grade um, but I don't actually know what the assignment will be next year. And there is a chance that uh, that I'll be having some returning heroes of my own, which is kind of what led us to this topic. So. Yeah, so I guess I want to say, well, thank you for reaching out. So Jason sort of tweeted at me, I don't know if it was a week ago or, or so, yeah. and said, like, I got this question. What do I do? What do I do with these kids that come back? Is it a fresh start? Is it, uh, does, do we do, what, 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 what ideas can we come up with? And I was happy to help, but I'll admit I did not help at all yet. <laughs> this, this is the moment that we're gonna try. I'm hoping. Oh, I can't wait. I'm I hoping, wait, Michael. I'm hoping to help because I said, hey, if you have this question, so so do others. So let's, you know, if you don't mind, would you mind having this sort of Q and A on well played? And I think he, it's a beautiful opportunity. You, uh, you, you agreed, and here we are, the day before uh, Easter, having a having a conversation about uh, returning heroes. I love it. So let's uh, let's get some specifics here. Your middle school teacher, fifth, sixth, you just said, right? Yep. And you're That's saying right. that you're saying that you're loop like because it's fifth, sixth, you loop with those kids. So you're saying fifth graders, you have will no the new fifth graders won't have anything but the like the portion of the sixth grade you get because you might not even get all the sixth grade would have stuff exactly and that that's where the conflict comes in right and it is new to me i've, I've obviously been working in a gamified classroom for a, a couple of years now but i've never had returning heroes and it just dawned on me uh, about a week ago that well what do i do with them because obviously there there is the option of just having them continue on, but that then poses problems as well, right? Because then you have students that are starting from scratch. And and so I guess that would possibly involve me finding uh, a different way of measuring progress if you've got students that are maybe separated by like 15 levels at that very beginning of the year. It could be tough, right? All right, so the first thing that jumps to my head, and I don't know if it'll work because I don't really know all the ins and outs of your game or your setup or your class or your school. But one, is there a storyline we could have sort of take place here in these last few weeks of school that's that's sort of preaching to a like giant crazy problem? Like I, I don't want to say post-apocalyptic because then you'd have to exist in that the following year, but something like that, something that's going to dramatically shake, shake things up and so that it makes sense that your returning heroes know some of the world, but like a lot of the world has changed. 
So this is actually something I've I've been considering a lot. And you're kind of inside my brain right now with the story mode because that's exactly where I'm pushing this next year. But uh, but I do I have thought about the idea of you know creating some sort of portal event where you know if you if you travel through it that can change your character and that would then give some students the chance to change their character entirely because that can be super fun right if they've been a a spellcaster character maybe they want to be a warrior character next time around but then if they don't want to change their class there's at least that contextualization of why is my character different or why are there certain things that have changed in this world but I do think story drives, at least in my gamified classroom, drives the whole operation. So that's going to be a big part of it no matter what I choose. Yeah, I mean, I think story lets us as game developers get away with anything we want. I mean, yeah. like, truly, you can sort of write this script, and if you sort of write this story that makes sense, this could work. What I love, yeah. what, I, what I'm trying in my head to build for you is this thing where anyone new students and old students could could discover the knowledge of previous year students so like is there a way that their your kids that are returning could somehow have like knowledge jumps you know like that they discover a scroll and basically gain back faster than they did year one some of yeah. their stuff and then you take some of the kids that aren't returning and we kind of say these are like our fallen heroes and, and their stuff is lost in the realm. And now yeah. like kids that are new could discover, so those kids could have those same knowledge jumps. So it's fair. So we all start at zero for because of this post-apocalyptic situation. Right. The returner could quickly jump to level two because he discovered a resource pack from the past. And like, so could the new kid. But the kind of, exactly. I think, cool... I think the cool thing for me would be if those are, are accurate to real people. Like if literally like Jimmy didn't return to your class and you look at what Jimmy had, now somebody could gain some of Jimmy's left behind valuables. That's very cool actually. Like that that kind of ties into certain mechanics that we already have that when heroes fall um, like we can find the items that they dropped, right? And so that's that is a cool idea. I like that a lot. And I think it's important because like no one wants to have that whole like I lost my progress moment um, where it's almost like the uh, like the the scrapped save file on a game, and that just leads to frustration. And and certainly I don't want that. I also don't want them to feel like. Oh, I've been there, I've done that, I, I know all about this. So the game has to be different in a lot of ways already. Um, not that I want to change the the whole thing, because they should be, in being returning heroes, they should be comfortable and, and be able to use the experience that they have. But it, it absolutely can't be repetitive, right? So, Yeah, I think that this storyline would allow you to get away with it, especially if you could write the lore around... Uh, Maybe if you could write the lore around this being like a, an event that could happen again. So that way, like mm -hmm. even at the end of this year, you're now fifth graders know that there's like this beast that comes and shakes everything up. There's this portal that comes. There's this curse that happens, whatever. So we know that like 
it's going to reset again. And hey, fifth graders, this is why your sixth graders were a little frustrated. <laughs> but but they also were able to keep some of the things. Oh, that was my other point. I think your returners should get some leg up. So whether that means they already start on level one, where the other ones started at level zero or whatever, uh, and maybe able to keep like one or two items. Like I don't know how many, like I don't know what's a large amount of yeah. power-ups you have in your game, but my kids, a lot of them it have. On their... I'd say the average kids in my class have yeah. five. So I mean, if they could if they could keep one or two, that'd be a nice bonus. And the yeah, fifth exactly. grader starts with nothing. I thought about the custom, yeah. I thought about the custom item as well. Um, I've also thought of just including them in the building of that item um, that, uh, that they could then hold on to for uh, for the fall. But but I do agree. I think that that's important that they do feel like that because the the hero's welcome is a, a huge thing, right? I mean, I think about that uh, moment at the end of the Lord of the Rings where uh, Aragorn saying to the Hobbit, "Like my friends, you bow to no one," and I want them to have that moment um, that they are kind of the the heroes in this world. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think you with a any teacher that has those veterans return, I think you have an amazing game opportunity. And I love yeah. that you're already thinking that through, that we're not going to let that moment pass, that there's going to be at least some intentionality built around these returning students. Cause that's, that's money. I mean like storyline, that's money. And, and you want to engage with people. The streamlining of the introduction of the game itself. Uh, that is money like that. That's going to go so much more smoothly this time around when a quarter of my class already are familiar with those elements. Yeah. And if that quarter, maybe again, I'm, I'm shooting from the hip, but if we're starting with this like crazy problem, maybe it's on that first week when you're unveiling and you're rolling this out, maybe it's the veterans that discover this like group of like survivors, which is the new fifth graders and the new sixth graders. And like, maybe they have to like go out on a mission that they're all going to win. They're all going to be successful. It's, this is like a bonding thing, right? So it's, sure. it, it could be some team building that you wrap into the storyline, but this introduces the new people to the idea of getting points, maybe an item, whatnot. And it like makes, it also honors the, the, uh, experience that the sixth graders have already had they're you're you're playing to their strength right. yeah no i love it i love it like it, it recognizes the idea of like the legacy that they have while not you know making them feel like their experience has been disregarded in this uh, new classroom setup right so no i like that a lot so but, what which way were you sort of leaning as you were mulling this over for the week before we got to this chat. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards the idea of like, I like having all of my students go through this adventure together. Right. And I think that collaborative spirit is a big part of what drives our classroom game. And so if I had certain students that were going ahead of that, um, that almost goes counter to it in that it celebrates the individual accomplishments. And I know I have a leaderboard and, and things like that that are individual and they do track their individual um, point gains and stuff. But a lot of the work that we do is very collaborative. And so I, I was really, really leaning towards, and still am, uh, leaning towards the idea of, you know, zeroing out to that XP and starting with some sort of cataclysmic event um, that kind of shakes that all up. 
Right. You know, and there are ways around that too. Like I, I can always obviously allow them, you know, to hang on to certain, um, certain items like you suggested. Uh, they can have the same type of armor and pets and, and those kind of things that have, that have already been gained that are very much just kind of those cosmetic features of the game. They don't really, you know, affect how the things unfold in our classroom with regards to our learning and achievement. So those are easy things, but I'm, I really do feel like I want things to start at that level where we're all moving through this new adventure together, right? I think you could, like, or, I mean, I don't know how ambitious you are. Another option is have, like, a two-year story, like a two-year timeline, right? So then cataclysmic event happens. And then year two is fixing the world. Year two is like overcoming that problem. Uh, actually, I guess it would have to be like a three-year storyline, wouldn't it? Because then, like, <laughs> then like, then the like new it's fifth. Never oh God, that's tough. That's tough. Jason, that's tough. That's ouch. Um, okay, so I would say some of the other options. Some of the other options that I could toss out at you for some suggestions would be uh, one. You, you, I, I absolutely think that you should zero out the XP, hundred percent, because that is a pride point, and that, and you really do want to get to the fact that each year is a game. And if you're, if you're a yeah. teacher that's playing this for a unit, you want the same thing. Like each unit is a game and you want that hard reset so that it's really truly like quote unquote fair for everyone. Um, Cause it's not, it's no one's fault that they're a year younger and they were not able to be in your class last year. And <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, so I would totally zero that out because that's just a pride point. It has, it doesn't have a huge game function. So Put them all at zero. It's even. But then, like I said, we want to bridge that gap with this experience that people already have. So we want to honor that experience. And I think one way you can honor it is with some items. I think another way you could honor it, it would be if you wanted throughout the year, provide, like if you have a side quest, provide like an alternate like challenge level that would be like, only for your returners or you know slash people that have unlocked this like power so that way like even your fifth graders yeah. could eventually unlock that power and choose to do the harder but at least for the first like quarter it's kind of going to like the the sort of advanced players right and like i think that would provide some aspirational goal right like being a younger middle school teacher i think inspiring the fifth to do what the sixth does like, oh man, like I wish yeah, I could do the hard, cool. I wish I could do the harder quest. Like if that is the thing that's being said in your classroom, you've already won. Exactly. Right. And, and I think that that's, you know, it's, it's a cool opportunity to, to have that differentiated approach as well. Um, but I love the side quest and I've actually just recently developed that whole secret door mechanic uh, what we're already doing in the class and you know, not everyone can open the secret doors, but you know, so that would be something they're somewhat familiar with, but I, I do agree that that's, 
you know, a way of, of still, like you said, honoring those, uh, those students for the progress that they had made and kind of the, the skills that they developed over that time, right, without having that punitive approach to the, the students that didn't have that experience. Yeah, I mean, 100%. All right, so like with, I mean, with that, right, with honoring the kids who, who have done this before, what are some like things that we can honor them with if we're going to zero out their XP? Um, we've talked about possibly giving them the items. How might this idea of like, I don't know, like I told you about like being able to jump ahead in terms of like a level or maybe find an item that shouldn't be in the game too soon. Like how could we like functionally do that? How could we make that actually happen in the flow of our class? I mean, this is something I've also been thinking a lot of, and I don't have an answer to that one. I, I, I mean, I'm still kind of very much ruminating around with that. With, a, with regards to the item that doesn't belong in the game yet, I think that's a perfect drop for my current students because they are crazy seamers, Michael. Like They, they are not <laughs> huge fans of those immediate effect cards. They love the cards that they can sit on for months at a time. And then drop them in in uh, you know, at right the moment. perfect moment. So, so I think they are looking for those slow burn effects um, that more so than other classes I've had in the past that love that kind of gotcha moment. These guys are very much that uh, that plotting group of students, which I love. Like I, I love the strategy that they've brought to the game this year. It's been incredible which means I kind of need to build the same level of strategy into my introduction of those items. Sure. Right? So, and that's, I'm, I'm not there yet. I don't have uh, I don't have an option for, for the actual, like the context for these items, the, the delivery model for them. I, I don't. All right. So whew, I think, I don't know. I think you should, again, going with the theme, we should call these like bits of wisdom like broken up. Like I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about like the the Star Wars and how like I don't know if you've seen the new Star Wars or any of that. But Michael, that's <laughs> a uh, yeah. My anybody that knows me that's listening to this right now is rolling their eyes at you. Oh yes, I am a little bit of a Star Wars nut. All right, so like when they like the new storyline being that the like Jedi's trained at this place and there's these library with the books and the whatnot. Like what if in some of the storyline, either the bad guys or whatever took that and sort of broke it up. So now like you've set the storyline that we can find these scrolls or books or mm -hmm. data cards or like depending on when your game's all set. Right. But we can get this information and now you could like next year, have either side quests or uh, events in your game or projects they do that literally you say this one like we're going after you know like rumor has it that like up in this like like mountainside is one of the scrolls yeah. or rumor has it that on that cargo ship is one of the data cards like we need to like figure out how to get on the ship figure out how to like get to the data card so that we can like read it you know like whatever I mean pens your your storyline and all those things. But yeah. what do we, what do we think about that? Like, cause then you're also embedding like a whole nother storyline that you could then use and flex that muscle throughout the year. 
I think that's wonderful. I think the the words it's been said uh, dot 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 is that's a huge motivator for my students. Like they know that I'll drop those kinds of things in on them, and those are always worth them spending the time to go after. Right. The mm -hmm. the rumor is that you know, and and whether that means that they have to you know, go defeat a, a monster somewhere or, you know, solve this series of puzzles along the way. Um, you know, they'll, they know that those are usually like high reward opportunities. So I do like that. And I, I especially love the idea of, because I currently don't have like the villain or even like a, a group of villains in my game. Um, you Ooh, know, it's, now. It, now we got it. We now just they need that, right? Boom, we have it. I think that's that's going to be a, a game changer right there. So and yeah, I think that's going to be exciting, right? Because then obviously, who plays as the as the villain? Um, you know, I've I've been kind of that game master uh, element for too long. Maybe I need to at times dip my toe in and and be that villain. So no, it's all, fun. all the like... while, all the while, like clearly saying, though, I'm doing this because I have to, not because I want to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, against my will. Yeah, because so I promise I take no pleasure in causing you this pain. <laughs> hurts me as much as it. Yeah, no, yeah. that's terrible. <laughs> uh, they wouldn't believe that for a second. No, mine either. Mine either. <laughs> uh, so, OK, so if you're listening to this and you're you're thinking through, you know, your own classroom and your own situation, uh, you know, I think Jason and I really like hit some key points that I just want to like make sure we're not losing here. One, it's that theme theme can do so much for a game and it can be really the answer to so many questions and this question being a great one. Uh, but that theme I think is really what's going to guide you and your students over that sort of hump. And then two, I, I think huge, we have to honor students experience. And I think that that's true even for your new students. So like, so you're trying to honor both. You don't want it to be soul crushing for the new. If you kept everybody at level 16 with every like item and power up, I'd be like, I don't want to play. Like, thanks, Jason. Like, no, you, you screwed me over. <laughs> but by the same measure, it it should be attainable, right? Like, I use certain effects in my game um, that you know you could equate to sort of Mario Kart, where you can be a few steps behind, but it's still attainable for you, right? You can still get there. Mm -hmm. um, so, so keep the chase, right? Is kind of the the approach that I've taken. So, no, I mean it's uh, it's 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 huge. And so I think remembering to honor both, both parties there, the experience and the inexperience, you want the game to be welcoming and you also don't want it to be like, you don't want the kids to feel like they were just running on a treadmill and then like, yeah. Oh, like we're starting over. Like, but yeah. don't worry, you're just going to run on a treadmill again. Like you want to equally inspire your old students to sign up again and do like a year's worth of work for you inside yeah. the game. So that's important. Um, and I think that's where we want to like, have someone, like I said, those those opportunities to gain the scrolls or the data cards or whatever. Um, and I think also having, you, you had mentioned how you started doing these side quests with limited access, uh, which is one of my YouTube videos that I did. Yeah. And I love that concept. And it is so effective in in human psychology. Like when when you can't do something, the drive to like, be able to do that thing, even if it's a thing you don't even really want to do. It's like you're ticked, you can't do it. That so. illusion of exclusivity is is a major draw. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, having these quests that maybe only the returners can do for for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, like even that, and then like for the non returners or like the new students, having them have to have like a badge or an item before they go do that. All of a sudden, yeah. it's like, all right, like sweet, let me let me go do my regular first side quest so that I can get that like access code to get to the higher levels. Like, ooh, like. And even just hearing that language out loud, like, let's be honest, like for those, I mean, I don't know how many people tune into this that are brand new to gamification, but if you're on the fence about gamifying or not, like even just hearing that language, doesn't that sound more fun? Like I'm going to go do this thing so I can get an access code to go do more stuff as opposed to like wipe away the game. And we're going to say like, I'm going to do this worksheet so that I can do another <laughs> worksheet. I was actually just thinking that while you were talking, that I wonder how many uh, traditional classroom teachers are having this same conversation right now. Like, how do I motivate them to, because you were mentioning running on a treadmill. And a lot of students do run on the treadmill for the majority of their of their time in schools, right? So I, I just think that that's a, that's a funny statement. To, that, and even a, a weird conversation I, that we're <laughs> even having right now. Like, but but I mean, like inside a game, it works, and it and it's, and you're not even like faking them. I mean, like you're giving them real experiences, you're giving them real knowledge, you're giving you are really empowering them. So again, I strongly say, like we're not talking about chocolate covered broccoli. You are building an intricate system <laughs> that is like delicious. It's healthy, but like you're not hiding the fact, like right, like it's it's good. Yeah, I like that. Chocolate covered broccoli. Uh, so we, I can't believe it, but we are already sort of at the end of our time here. But I think we've like got the ball rolling. I hope you feel like Perfect. you have some ideas of where to point this ship. Uh, I would always love to have like a follow up. And anybody else out there like who has sort of a question that they think would make a good episode, you know, tweet me. I would love to see it. I'd love to hear you, hear your thoughts on it and do it. Uh, but before we sort of end, we have our reflection time we're going to do here. Jason, you ready? Good. Oh, yes. All right. This one's, I think, fitting for today. We're talking about like, you know, starting over and everything. This is from T.S. Eliot, and it goes, every moment is a new beginning. So given the context of what we're saying, how does that hit you and how how might we reflect about that quote? You know what, I think that's very true of us as teachers as well. Um, I'm kind of seeing this as an opportunity to to make some changes in my own game as we go. So the idea of a, of a new beginning, I mean, I see that. And I'm hoping that my students that are coming back in see that as well, that you know, this is an opportunity to do something, something brand new and, and fun. And even if it looks sort of familiar at times, this is, this is my opportunity to start fresh. And that's kind of where I'm at professionally as well, right? With wanting to do justice to this, uh, this new beginning of ours. Uh, I, well, one, I gotta say kudos. Like I am inspired by like, you, 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 the quote, how you apply it personally to yourself, that you want to bring a, a new and dynamic experience for your students and for yourself. Like, I mean, kudos, like we only have so many days with these kids and the more we, we treat them as a precious resource in terms of building that relationship, in terms of creating joyful classrooms and delivering content. I think everyone wins on that. Uh, for me, I, 
I just think this quote sums up the episode. Like, so if you hit fast forward and you're listening now, you didn't miss anything. <laughs> I hope that's not true. <laughs> well, what I let me let me let me let me break it down for those of you that just started listening. Um, every moment is a new beginning. I like it because it works for both sets of players. If you're the returning hero, this is a this is a new moment. It's a new moment in your storyline. It's a new moment in your game. It's a new moment to take leadership because you you do have experience. It's a new moment for you to step up and like help your house, your team, whatever the whatever the storyline is. And if you are that new student who is like, what the heck is this class talking about? Like, I've never had a gamified experience. I got these five kids over here telling me this is going to be awesome. I got everybody else like, what are these points and XP and leaderboards? I got no clue. But all of it is a new beginning. And I think, and then you even tied in yourself that each time you add a new game mechanic and, and new students, it's always a new beginning for us as well. Uh, I just think the more we, we embrace that new beginning and see it as a start of something that we're going to commit to, that, that's where lives get changed. And uh, I'm excited about all of those three parties, the new student, the old student, and the old teacher. <laughs> the old teacher, very good. All of them uh, being moved towards action and, and commitment towards it. So I love the quote, and uh, I don't know. It's something I guess I'll ponder well beyond the end of this interview. So, hmm. well, a good one. Jason, thank you so much for coming on the show again. Thank you for reaching out and asking the questions. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. I'm always amazed at how fast it goes, but uh, it was a good conversation. And I do feel like I came away with some sense of trajectory, right? And that's what I was really hoping for. So thank you for that. No problem. I think the hard part with gamification, and I, uh, we, I talk about this to some of my friends that like, in the end... And I apologize, teachers, if this drives you nuts. But in the end, like, no no one can do it for you. Like, it is your game. It is your storyline. So all we can do is, like, give some suggestions, some nudges, some ideas. But in the end, it is a body of work that you have to create, right? Uh, and that's, like, it's hard, but that's also what I think makes it effective because it's something you've created, tailor-made for your students in your classroom and, and your personality. Yeah which I have now learned is a Star Wars personality. So <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, well, then I'm going to ask, but like here in our last few seconds together, what do we? What was the best episode of Star Wars? Oh, man. Um, so I mean, we're, we're deciding, we're deciding all between good things here. I mean, it's stereotypical. I have to go uh, episode five. Episode five. You want the ones where the good guys get their nuts kicked, huh? Yeah, yeah. Dang. Exactly it. I could geek out about Rogue One for quite a while, though. Rogue One? I loved Rogue One. That's, I think it's my favorite of the new ones. Yeah. yeah. That was solid. Uh, uh, Solo was fun. Solo was like a Western. It Solo was, a, was good. Was... They're all good, right? Like, we're talking about, like, a bunch of them are A minuses and one of them is an A. Or you could say there are a bunch of them are A's and one of them is A plus. Like, this go. is all good. All good. <laughs> I don't know how to like contextualize Star Wars into standard based grading, but yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, well, everyone who has taken the time to join Jason and I listen to us over this episode, I really thank you every week. You guys are just great. You're loyal. You come back, you listen. The, the 
analytics show that more and more of you are watching, more and more of you are tweeting out to listen to the show and get others listening to the show. All of that's appreciated. So thank you so much. As always, I'm going to point some of you guys, some of the new people to my YouTube channel. That's Mr. Matera uh, or YouTube slash Mr. Matera. Lots of great ideas there. Would love for you to join in that community. Post some comments there. All of these episodes are found on the YouTube channel. They're both video as well as audio. There, if you have like a question or a comment or just a, hey, keep this up, all of it helps. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, enjoy your day. Enjoy the rest of your week and play on.